Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Barnes the Noble podcast. Uh, today I'll be speaking on the story Button Button by Richard Matson. Button Button by Richard Matson is a short story written about a couple who's uh, proposed a very tough situation. This situation that was presented at hand to a couple. Arthur and Norma was if you press a button somewhere in the world someone you don't know will die but in return you will receive a payment of $50,000. That strikes Norma and Arthur in multiple ways as the couple has two polar opposite sides of the button. Um, Arthur's side stating that the button is immoral and is just inhumane while Norma thinks it's perfectly okay because there won't be a problem because she will receive a payment of $50,000 and makes this more of a materialistic like possession if you will. Today I was tasked with uncovering moments where the writer revealed yet concealed hints of the unexpected and I'll be evaluating how effectively the writer had done so. One of the first clues Masson uh, left that I really picked up on um, was the imagery that was portrayed in the story. Um, on page four, this was both Norma and Arthur, in quotations, Chinese peasant, uh, Disease native in the Congo, baby boy in Pennsylvania, and little girl down the block. Um, a trip to Europe and a cottage on an island. Those were all brought up uh, within the story to show how much $50,000 is worth. Arthur claimed that it's immoral if you kill someone for $50,000 um, because it could be a baby boy in Pennsylvania or just a little girl down the block. However, Norma counters that by saying it could also be a Chinese peasant or a disease native in the Congo, but with the $50,000, they could take their dream trip to Europe that they've been planning or finally buying that cottage on an island. Um, I think it is insane, but I think imagery plays such a huge portion in the story because it gives the reader both perspectives and is able to evaluate how Arthur like, stands on this side and how Norma stands on the other side. The next literary device I wanted to speak on was the incredible amount of use of repetition. Now, Mr. Matson, when he wrote the story, he really, really used repetition in how author continued asking Nora to not press the button because it is, in quotations, immoral. On page three, the quote goes, wouldn't you like to know? Arthur shook his head. Why? Because it's immoral, he told her. Um, Arthur was stating why it was not okay to press the button, and he exclaimed by saying it's immoral and talking about the 
um, baby boy in Pennsylvania or how it could be a little girl down the block. And he uses this sense of repetition to show the reader and show Norma like it is not okay to press the button and continue telling her how he truly felt and why it wasn't okay. The third literary device I wanted to speak on was uh, metaphor. So on page three, Arthur is comparing the button to being immoral. And I feel like this goes hand in hand with repetition. Um, And my fourth literary device, which I'll talk about in a second, on why he thinks it's immoral. Um, the The full quotation or the full conversation states as um, Norma compares the button to be intriguing and how Arthur compares the button to be immoral. As is, wouldn't you like to know? Arthur shook his head. Why? Because it's immoral, he told her. Well, I think it's intriguing. Um, I really think metaphor played a really big role in this as, again, you get to see Arthur's side and you get to see Norma's side. And um, they really go hand in hand in how one person states that it's a really bad reason and the other person states that it's just intriguing to them. And um, I feel like that is another great comparison of um, someone who's more of a, you know, I'd say a well-rounded person and someone who is um, portraying money as like, like just portraying greed over a human's life and saying that it's more intriguing being more of a free thinker rather than thinking for someone else besides yourself. And thankfully that brings me to my fourth and final literary device, symbolism. Um, Now symbolism also played a really key part in this, as in on page four, um, she, some, like Norma symbolizes greed over another human's life. Um, on page four, she claim or she talks about taking their trip to Europe um, with Arthur and finally buying that cottage on an island with Arthur. Now, I think this is important because it symbolizes Norma's greed over another human's life. Um, in saying that she pretty much wants money despite the cost, whether that's doing something behind someone's back or whether that's completely murdering someone she doesn't know just for money. Um, I think it's awful. And unfortunately, that's just Norma's way of thinking. And um, I think they did a great deal of symbolizing that she really chose greed over another human's life um, and how later in the story when you read it, how it shows that it wasn't, it was immoral, it wasn't humane for her to make that decision, um, and that she really, like, was all in for greed and was willing to do whatever for $50,000 because she chose that money was more important than another human's life. After all those literary devices, um, imagery, repetition, metaphor, and symbolism. Um, while reading the story, I genuinely didn't see the twist coming. Um, I totally thought that Norma was going to listen to Arthur and continue with her life and throw the button away and move on from it. However, where's the fun in that? 
you know, making a great story. Obviously, there's got to be some conflict. Um, now, you could say that the conflict was Norma's decision-making and how what she thought was right was actually wrong. However, come on, it wouldn't be a good story if they didn't throw in a twist. Um, I think it was perfect. I really liked the twist at the end of the story. Absolutely loved it. I think they... I think Mr. Matson really, really, like, hooked the reader um, throughout the entire story and showed a little bit of foreshadowing, um, but really kept the reader on this path of thinking that everything was going to be okay um, or that even if Norma pressed the button, that it wouldn't impact her life as much as, you know, the mysterious or Mr. Seffield had mentioned. Um, and I really think it it came in great play that that twist um it, it was really important and i I absolutely loved it. I did not see it coming at all um however, I do think that the author's craft that Mr. Mason used was fantastic um it really brought, like brings it down to how we live our day to day lives if you will um like if a option is presented to us there's you know the probably safest option, and then there's a more fun option. Um, I know it's not the case for everything. However, I do think that it was a really good way um, to show that, to state that. Um, another good reasoning would be um, politically. Um, like in, in politics, especially in America, well, specifically America, there's a Democratic and there's a Republic. How one side or one person's view could be, you know, for everybody and, and what's best and what's right and the other one rather being what is the best for an economic standpoint and um i really think that really showed how it is in today's world um and i really think that this piece that mr madison had wrote um was just a chef's kiss i i enjoyed it so much um, I think imagery was just on point in how it showed that um, both perspectives of Arthur and um, and Norma and saying how one decision was more of following her dreams or what he thinks is right um, and repetition on how he asked not to press the button, um, which I really think the hook really grabbed onto it and actually showed that she went behind his back and did it anyway. Um, I loved the metaphor and how he compared the button to being immoral, while Norma compared the button to be intriguing. Um, and lastly, symbolizing Norma's greed over another human's life. I think they were all very um, well-spoken. And I think Mr. Madison totally wrapped up the story perfectly and definitely put the cherry on top of the cake. Thank you so much for joining um, Barnes & Noble's podcast. Um, I really appreciate all you guys for listening. I really thank all of you guys for listening. I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. Um, don't forget to like and, of course, you know, say some comments. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, maybe I'll return for the next episode. Maybe I will disappear. Who knows? But I really wanted to thank you guys. Um, all right. You guys have a good evening. Mm-hmm.